Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast. Woo! Welcome. Yes, my friends, I am super excited to have um, well, my dear friend and fellow writer, um, Anna Barr, who is the host of the Awkwardly Anna podcast. Um, as I said, she's a fellow writer, um, mompreneur, um, and just overall positive ball of sunshine. Seriously, just love that you've entered my life. Um, Ever since we first met, I was like, yes, this person, I need this person. Your positivity and your joy is amazing. And listen to your podcast is awesome. And I want to thank you, Anna, for reaching out to me so that we could be um, together on the podcast. So welcome aboard. Yay, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, thank you, thank you. Now, I've only done a, a little bit of an introduction, but Anna, um, I know that my, my listeners will want to know more about you. Can you tell us a little bit about you? Yes, okay, so like Maciel said, I'm Anna Barr, and I am. I live in the Midwest, so I live in Indiana, so a little bit different, and I am a wife, and I have three kids. I'm a mom. I actually ended up staying home and homeschooling my kids. Um, I'm a former teacher, and my life has just kind of taken all these twists and turns, and I have been working online actually pre-pandemic for quite a few years, and I have taught English online and um, just kind of done all these fun little adventures and gotten more and more into the online space. And then in this past year, started a podcast and I'm, I'm doing that and a website with coaching and I'm just kind of taking on new adventures every few months, I think. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, your your journey, it really is inspiring, you know, because you have a lot of like um, juggling balls and you're still just confidently moving forward. Yeah, it's it's so funny because there was literally a time that my husband and I talk about a lot where I remember crying because I couldn't figure out how to open my email. Like, kid you not, like I had... And I was like, what what have I become? I can't even open my email. Like I felt like I had gotten so deep into like momming and like losing myself a little bit. Um, not in a healthy, not in a healthy delve deep into momming. Not it was an unhealthy way. And I it's so funny that now it's like, okay, I, I work online and have worked online. And it's so fun to kind of see just such a simple example of how my journey has changed. It's really, really fun to look back on. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, and especially like, yeah, we all kind of hit those places where you're like, oh gosh, like here's the mirror. Here I am. Right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but you overcame that. You did it and you're moving forward. And I love that. I love that. Now, before we like dive into um, your book journey, your book message, and also a couple of the things that you do online, I love that. I love how you're helping people. Um, We were talking about the weather before. Do you want to tell us how the weather is over there? (laughs) So I led with telling you, Maciel, that you wouldn't understand this since you're a California girl, that we in Indiana, it is. I'm going to mess it up now. It's April right now. It's the beginning of April and coming out of winter for us is like the first few days of that warm weather and that sunshine. It's literally like coming out of our like recluse hole (laughs) that we've been all like bundled up with our blankets and our fireplaces on and, and you go and you like, 
you wear your first short sleeve shirt, you might venture into wearing shorts and you feel like completely naked, totally ghostly. You're like, I don't know if I should be outside. Like it's just this feeling of just like literally the sun hitting you and you're like alive again. And then now it's been a week and people are out riding their bikes and skateboarding and skating and everyone's on the trails. And it's just like, you're, you're literally alive again. Like we bloom in the spring, like how all the flowers do. It's like us as humans. We're like, hello, welcome world. I love that. No, and you're totally right. Like I think it dropped during the winter. It was like maybe 50 something. And we were like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. (laughs) I was just like, can't handle this. We were talking during the winter and you said that you guys like you have snow days but like not like other states like you guys are just trucking it you're like had six feet of snow or something yeah I mean you just like you go to school it's like you just I, I think that there might be like an occasional ice storm where truly it's like tires are freezing and sliding on the road like you can't that it might we might get like a two-hour delay they call them where you start two hours later and the whole day is like a wash and it's fun Uh, but yeah we don't really have like I think I remember getting one or two snow days in my life where actually you got to stay home because of snow (laughs) oh my gosh and then you said I think you said was it this winter where like you opened the door and it was like six feet above or something um, it was, I'm trying to think we got a few feet. We got like four or five feet at one point, but our, oh, our drifts, our snow drifts. Yes. So I don't know. So the wind will blow really extremely and you get snow drifts. So it's like a wave in the ocean, but of snow. So it's like, you know how it does that, but it, it's snow that, sorry, we have video. So I'm like gesturing to Maciel here. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the podcast waves, uh, but so it literally, it makes these huge waves and it, it will go like up your door, up your windows. And they were just huge. Like the kids opened the door and all the snow fell. It makes like a wall and then <laughs> snow fell into the kitchen and they were like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. That is so cool. And actually I know I'm going to sound so like like a, a naive, but like, I did not know that was a thing, like a snow drift. I, you know what? I heard the word before, but I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, if you haven't experienced it, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, that is awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's really cool. Especially because I mean, I always love to hear how, um, the, the world is different. The weather is different in different places. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Oh, thank I think, you. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize that, that live in the United States how huge the United States is, you know, how it's not like (laughs) us going from state to state is like going from country to country in Europe. And so it's funny to how just how drastically different we could be and we live in the same country and it's still like it's worlds, worlds apart as far as weather. And that's, I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's so true. I remember um, my, who was it? My dad was like super into um, the South Korean movies and I don't know why, but we were like, let's look it up. Right. And so we looked up the size of South Korea. And it's one third of California. Yes, right. I was, yeah, I was like, wow. Oh my word, that really changes things. It puts things into perspective for it sure. It does. It does. And I was, I was thinking like, like, wow, I really need to learn some geography. You know? Right. <laughs> there you it's go. So true. Yeah. Like we, 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 huh? Pick up a hobby. There you go. I know, right? I, I got to go back to those maps and those, like, state. Um, right when we were like elementary school and they would have you memorize all the states and stuff. Right? Oh, my husband has a song. He, he could teach you. Call him up. He's got oh, a song. That I he's love that. 
I'm gonna need it because I apparently I don't know I don't know the East Coast at all. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was awesome. That was awesome. So um, for the listeners out there, um, Anna is also a um, writing client of mine. She's inside the coaching program. Um, yay! And um, you are the first children's book in the program. Yes. yes. And it's been exciting and also just delightful to see your story. I um, mean, and I won't say too much about your story here because I'm going to encourage everyone to follow you so that when you uh, publish your children's book, um, they will know that's going to be launching. Um, but I just love the character that you had depicted. Um, you've done a lot. You know, you got some uh, some illustration work done. Um, you've been writing the book. Um, so before we like jump all the way to the end. Um, I want to ask you, you know, first, let's go all the way to the beginning. And like, when did you start kind of dabbling in writing? Or when was your first inspirations of writing even back to back to childhood? This is such a good question. So I, as a child, loved writing. I always I loved reading. And then I loved writing. I wrote stories. I wrote poems. I loved writing. And then it got to where I got a little bit older. And when you start realizing what you're not good at, Um, whether someone, if someone has told you that, or you just like, you're just internalizing things that way. But it was like, I don't remember the exact moment, but I just remembered getting that overwhelming feeling of like, I'm not a writer. I don't write. I don't like, it was like, there are writers and they are fancy and you are not them. And no one told me that no one said, no one sat me down and like crushed my soul. Like this was all just me being like, writers are fancy. Um, So I hadn't, thought about it again. Like I had tried, uh, journaling like in college, in high school and would do like one day and that was it. And then like maybe a month later I'd pick up another day and that was it. Like, and then I'd stop for the rest of the year. But literally that was my writing. I wrote papers for school, for college and stuff. And if I didn't have to do it, I wasn't going to do it. So I totally lost sight of that, like writing for enjoyment or writing to tell a story. I then had just this journey of where I became, you write for assignments. You write because you have to, you write to be graded, not get a story out. Um, So it was really interesting when you brought up um, to me that you were doing your coaching. Um, I was like, okay, you know, I know that you're great at things and especially great at teaching, you know, getting people to write and at writing. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to like talk to anyone about this, it's going to be Montiel. Like, so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, we'll try this out. And it was so funny because on our first meeting, you were asking me, you know, what if I'd ever considered writing or anything? I'm like, you know, not since I was eight years old. No, I, I haven't. But a lot of people had told me, you know, you should write a book. So I thought when we first were meeting, like maybe I'd write a book. And then you asked me all these just great questions that led me then to a children's book. And I'm so happy you did because I never would have considered that. I never would have, it never would have crossed my mind to write a children's book. And it was so funny just in talking with you and you asking questions and I was, it's so funny now. I'm like, okay, I I write now. I'm a writer. (laughs) Yes, you absolutely are. And I love that. And sorry if I was distracting you. I was, I was was trying to say that with my hands. Okay. No, I love it. I, I, I remember I teach online. So we do a lot of talk. I teach English online. So we do a lot of talking with our hands. Okay. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Excellent. Excellent. I was, yeah, I was going to add to your point that, um, you know, sometimes no, Nobody tells us directly that, oh, like it's not a writer, but sometimes just one thing after another, after another. And then you get all these, you know, myths. And then next, you know, there's a cake full of like, I'm not a writer. 
Yeah. You're like, it is just not for me. It's like, this is a closed box. This is not, this is not my, my realm. And it's so funny because it's, I mean, it's crazy. I just wouldn't have thought about it if it weren't for you. Right. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, first of all, thank you. All thanks to you because um, I'm, I'm so glad to be part of your journey, really. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for your book and when it goes out there, I mean, I just reading your book, I'm like, I feel so much sunshine and I know that there's going to be readers who are going to read. I'm like, Oh, I feel the sunshine. So um, I'm really excited. That makes me feel really good. That's exactly, I mean, that's my whole, I kind of took what you know, but I, I kind of took a story from childhood and feelings from childhood, just the happiness, the joy, the sunshine, um, and kind of just put a little story in my spin on what my mind thought of an event that happened in my life and the joy that a child's mind feels and thinks when something normal is happening. So I am so glad to hear you say that it's like, it's sunshine. Yes, yes, it really is. And then especially when I saw the um, first illustration work you did, um, or that you you commissioned, I mean, that was like, wow, yeah, I feel it. I feel the sun peeking through there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's that um, the message is going to be awesome. And um, you were talking about how, um, at first, you were like, well, I'm maybe I'll write this kind of book. And then you decided about the children's book, right? Mm-hmm. So like, what were the preconceptions before about children's book? And then now that you've kind of written the book, what has stood out to you during this journey? I, again, I, I feel like I just had that feeling of that there are children's book writers. Like there are people that they were born and someone was like, you will write children's books one day like that. I mean, I just didn't know like you could write a children's book as obvious and probably ignorant as that sounds. I didn't know. I know that a lot of times like celebrities and stuff will then that aren't writers at first will then write a children's book. Um, So I thought, you know, if you reach a certain level, then you can write a children's book. So it was, um, I'm trailing off here, but it it just was one of those things that I didn't, I didn't know that you could. So then once I did, it was like, oh, okay, you can do this. And it felt so good to get a story on words. Even the first time just running through it, when you had me just kind of brain dump, it was so fun to be like, I like telling stories and I tell stories to my kids and I've always told stories to my students. And it was so fun to get it on paper. It was so neat. Yeah, that's awesome. And especially, I, I remember our first session and um, when I was asking you these questions about like kind of fleshing it out. Um, and yeah, well, we were pinpointing the way and the places that you tell story. And I was like, yeah, you're like, you're a natural storyteller. And um, what's cool about that is exactly as you, you hit upon, sometimes we get buried with these messages and then we don't realize that we're all storytellers, you know, to a degree, we're all telling stories all the time. It's how we communicate. Um, and that's awesome. And especially because, um, yeah, you were telling me, you know, about how you were reading your kids, you know, the stories and, and we were kind of picking up off of that, you know, and, and I love that. So how do you feel like those that have actually bridge over your, you know, your, your role as a mother who reads to her kids, you know, how did that kind of influence your work? Yes, I definitely just think, you know, the books, the stories that I read to my kids, how much we as a family, we read as uh, my dad read to me a ton as a kid. And it's just, it's fun to have just that happy memory associated with reading and associated with books. And then to, because again, because a lot of the questions you asked me to start really realizing what I enjoy about stories and just the aspects of different stories that I enjoy and how that played so naturally into my storytelling. It was really cool to be like, okay, well, this is how I just tell a story. And I do see this aspect of it, like the 
certain humor things with parents or something, you know, I see that in this story that I read my son and this story that I read my daughter and it was just super cool. Yeah. And it really is, especially because when we were talking, like you just naturally were just like, here's the story, you know, like it just like gushed out of you. And it was, it was really cool. I was listening to it. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to like, you know, be part of this. Um, yeah. So, you know, for, for our listeners, do you want to tell them a little bit about what your story is about? Yeah. Okay. So my story is about a little girl (laughs) without a name yet, but that um, she just goes on this adventure in her backyard to grow sunflowers. And to her, it's her, it's her farm. It's her garden turned farm, turned adventure, turned hard work, perseverance. And it's just her journey and how she sees um, this little adventure in her own backyard. Yeah. And it was cool about that is that um, we've talked about this in our meetings, but how kids see things differently. And you describe the like ginormous, like, uh, you know, <laughs> sunflowers and, you know, all this, these obstacles that she has to go through. And I mean, I think that's really important because you picked up on that when we, you were doing like your research, because we did some research on those children's books, right? Yeah. And that was really cool because um, you kind of got a chance to also see the commonalities and then what was drawing you to it. And just like you said, like what, what kind of sparks your joy when you're reading those books. And when you put that inside your own book, you know, when we were reading it, I was like, yeah, you can see, I could see Anna, you know, in this book. And it was like so cool and really captivating and also really a really uh, empowering message. So, I mean, I think all the readers are going to say, you know, thank you. Thank you for showing up because that, that is part of the work right showing up thank you yeah so um you know we're celebrating that but let's also talk about like you know what was the hard parts you know what was kind of unexpected yes I honestly would say the hardest part was once I decided that I really loved this book (laughs) because then I was like oh well to make it happen that's overwhelming and the the cost of illustration that was one of the things that I was like oh Okay. Okay. Well, if this is, if I really want to do this, I have to like, I have to set some goals here. I really have to, to make this happen. Um, but at the same time, that's so fun to kind of realize like that kind of line in the sand on when you want it to be real versus just an idea. And that's, I uh, can't do that without you <laughs> for sure. Without a writing coach. I'm not sure how someone does this, but it, it is, it was the the moment of like, okay, this is a lot for me. This is going to be hard. It's going to be um, a big challenge, but I, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely have, I mean, you, let's see, I don't, I don't remember what draft version are we on? I think we're on the third one. I want to say third. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say third. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost there. And that's cool because, um, yeah, you're showing up and, and then you're like, and we had the conversation about the deadlines and, and when we're going to put it out there. And so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's exciting though. It's exciting to see like when you're like, all right, let's do this. So like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Here we go. Yes. Yes. And, and were there any like, um, was there any moment where you were writing and you felt like, like just kind of, um, pressed down, like it wasn't working out for you and how did you overcome that? Yeah, I definitely think that when I was trying to make it what it should be, not just right. Um, that I felt weighed down and bogged down by like, okay, well, I wrote these three sentences that I really liked. I know I need to add this in and I should probably have this and just that like kind of comparing my in-process work to someone's finished work. 
and my new writer work too, someone that's written 20 books work, <laughs> like, you know, just that uh, moment of needing to show myself grace and needing to just write to be writing, not overthinking. Um, I think it, it is the, to just be able to be present in exactly what you're doing. Like I'm doing this initial brain dump. So that's what I'm writing this brain dump. I'm not judging myself. I'm not grading myself on this. Like it's literally just get the ideas out. So that, but that is where I definitely at first felt the pressure of like, okay, I want what I'm brain dumping on this one page to be the final product. And that doesn't get your best work out. I don't think. Yeah. 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 And that was awesome. I remember when we were talking about that, we were talking about like, let's just tell me the story and just go ahead and tell me the story. And, um, it well, it was cool because usually when I tell myself a story, it's very like jumbled. Like I'm like over here and over here and over right. here. And then when you're telling me the story, it was just so smooth. It's from here all the way down to the end. And I was like, wow, like that was so nice. And I think it really does play to like the message the message that you want to share, you know, positivity and things that might be hard, but like, Hey, you can do it, you right. know? And I'm glad, I'm glad that you're like, Hey, I'm going to face that page. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it could have, it would have honestly been really easy to just be like, okay, I'm not going to do this. This is this. Why would I do this? This is stuff, you know, like to just make excuses and give up. But it was, it, it was so fun to just continue to persevere and go through it and work with you to be like, wait, I, I can do this. And I'm not only proving it to myself, but then I'm showing my kids like, Hey, you can literally my son, um, Elliot, that's nine went in wrote a book after like his own little book on paper with, he made a cover with cardboard and stuff. He was like, see, I can write books. I'm writing books. And he never writing was honestly one of the things that we struggled the most with him was actual handwriting, like just writing anything down. It was an area that he didn't want to do. Um, but he loves like Lord of the Rings and a lot of those just kind of classics. And he wanted to write his own kind of version and he did it. And he did like a little first reading in our living room. And he literally did it because he was like, well, mom, like you, you wrote a book, like you did this with Maciel. Like I can write a book. Like, <laughs> so it was so cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know I that. Told you that. And oh my gosh, like literally almost, oh, that's, that's super touching. Oh my God. Oh, I got real, real teary there. <laughs> oh, well, that is so sweet. Okay. It's gonna take me just a second to go back. Oh, that is super awesome. I am so glad to hear that. And um, I mean, I love that, especially when a, a child might be struggling and then they're like, they find there is a superpower in there that they have. That's awesome. Oh, gosh, Anna, you made my day. All right. <laughs> we're good. We're done now. <laughs> okay. Well, that is amazing. And uh, before, like, we dive more into what are your plans for the book and then also um, some some advice that you might have for writers, I'm going to talk also about your your branding because you, um, as as um, now a children's writer, you have a positive sunshine message. And that is something that's so consistent with you because of your podcast and what you do, you know? So I, I want readers to know and listeners to know, like, what do you do? Like your, your podcast and as a coach, please uh, share with us. Yes. Okay. So I am kind of new to all of this, but I consider myself a professional encourager. Um, and my podcast, even though it's awkwardly Anna, it's not like about identifying as like, I'm just this blob of awkwardness, but instead it's about just that there's something in everyone that for a while or for a season or for a big part of our life, we think 
holds us back or makes us weird or makes us an outcast, but then that ends up being the thing that once you embrace it and once you grow into that and flourish into that, that it's actually the thing that makes you either relatable or able to tell your story or able to do your work that you do or live your life at the level that you live it. Um, It ends up being just kind of the greatest part of who you are and just encouraging other people to grow into that and live that. And I also have um, coaching, one-on-one coaching that I do for just if anyone has a a dream that they have on their heart or a business they're trying to start or want to take a certain direction. It's almost like being a dream coach, not a sleeping dream, but a dream that you you do in life Um, and just encouraging people in that way because not everyone has someone in their life that encourages them or not everyone has um, the type of encouragement they're looking for just to be like, I need to just brain dump these ideas and bounce these ideas and tell you my concerns and have you just like listen and then we'll get a game plan together. You know, so just having someone to work with you to get a game plan for your your dream um, to crush it. So that's <laughs> that's what I do. I love that. Yeah. And I mean I've listened to your podcast and wow, I mean listening to you is like taking a bubble bath with like the <laughs> candles and you just yeah. like you know, I mean, it's so encouraging and it's so calming too. And the voice and the stories that you share, I mean, just relatable. I mean, they're, they're honest, but, and it's also like, this is what I'm going through right now, but this is, you know, how we're getting through it. And it's it's really, it's a beautiful podcast. And I really, really, I'm just like, I'm a fan. So it's awesome. Can I ask you like, so where did your, your coaching journey and the podcast journey, where did it all begin? Um, I literally just felt it placed on my heart so much. You know, I felt like God telling me, I I don't know if you have faith listeners out there or not, but I just felt like God was like, you're starting a podcast. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) No, no. Silly. So yeah. And I was just like, okay, one foot in front of the other. That's um, this is what we'll do. And then it's one of those things where like when a dream is placed on your heart, how it just like, it's there. It's, it's going to wake you up in the morning. It's going to be what you dream about. It's going to be what pops into your head. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to try this and start. And I started at the beginning of the year and this year, and I'm just going to kind of see where it goes and what it leads to. And the same with coaching. Um, I ended up having a few people that have um, had me just help them either start a little business or, um, you know, accomplish a goal that they wanted to accomplish. And so many people, you know, tell me like, you know, people would pay for this coaching that you do. So I'm like, okay, I'll add that coaching on there and try this out. And it's all, um, it's fun because I'm, I'm growing in it all, you know, I'm growing and learning not to compare myself and, you know, to know that my type of coaching, my type of encouragement, um, is right for someone, you know, there are people out there that need that kind and uh, people out there that it's not for. And I think that that's, it's been a cool start to a journey so far. Yeah. Oh, and you're so right. That's so funny because um, in the podcast and and also in a book that I read about accountability, um, I, I talk about how sometimes, you know, we all kind of fall into this, um, I would say, idea that we have to have that coach who's like, like, I'm going to kick your butt. Like, you need to like get up. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I went through that and it did not turn out pretty right? Yeah. And this was before we have the same, um, encouraging coach, Trish Blackwell. 
Yes. yes. I didn't know if we were allowed to mention her on here. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Our coach is life changing and absolutely um, accountability changing in most definitely. Yes. Yes. I'll just, I, I mean, if my, my listeners are probably like, oh, she's mentioning her again. Like, I will probably never stop. I'm never going to stop because I'm just like, like the, the, the changes inside yeah. and mm-hmm. out. Pivotal. Pivotal. Yes. yes. Yeah. And Trish is an actual confidence coach, if, as your listeners have probably heard. Uh, but yeah, I think that that confidence that has come with being able to take risks and being able to be like, to listen, like if I feel that God has placed this on my heart to actually listen to that and act on it both comes from confidence that I wouldn't have had without Trisha's coaching for sure. That wasn't there before. Yeah. I I totally agree that the person that I was in the beginning um, is vastly different from who I am now before when I was, I think started with Trish. I don't, I don't know if I published a book at all. I think I was barely on my first one. So yeah. That's crazy. Yes. I know, right? So I mean, uh, yes, everyone, you know, trishblackwell.com, you want to check her out, but that's how we know each other because of our common foundation there. Um, and yeah, totally, totally. I love that. Um, but exactly going back to you, I mean, so I had a coach before before Trish, and like she just emotionally beat the crap out of me. I know, not what I'm going for. Right. So that's why like, I'm like, okay, listeners, like, you know, it is more than okay to have someone like Anna and you have someone who has your back and who's like, I'm here to support you and encourage you because Anna, you are a powerful and soft voice, you know, like you're like, I'm encouraging you. And that's awesome. And I would like to know, um, so what kind of journeys have you been, been coaching? I'm so curious what you've been helping some people through. Yeah. Um, so one of the people <laughs> I um, just encouraged her along her journey of starting her own soap making business, she from goat's milk that she has goats on her little homestead and um, just starting that, that journey and just giving that boost of like, you've had this on your heart and you're kind of bought the things to do it and have researched doing it, but haven't done it yet. And just getting to where um, she realized she can do it and she's selling soap. Now she's baking it, she's labeling it, she's selling it. Um, so that's just one example of, you know, just that someone that is wildly capable and just needs that one person to kind of talk the ideas through and get a little plan together and get it rolling. Oh, that is awesome. I actually have bought a um, soap bar from Goats. It was a long time ago, but I loved it. It was just like, like, wow, just lathering for, I don't know, on video, I'm just like wiping my hands, I guess. But like, yeah. Remembering the I, I do. Like, I don't know. I haven't got any. Well, that, that is, that is gorgeous. That is awesome. You know, and especially because um, I think that a lot of people need that. What, what do you say um, as a dream coach, what do you think is the biggest thing that people kind of stumble on? A lot of times I think it's honestly just verbalizing it. A lot of times I think people want to say that they're holding themselves back or they don't believe they can, but sometimes it's not going to be real until you talk with someone about what it is, actually putting a name to it and not just writing it down, not just saying it in your head, but actually telling another person, uh, especially when it's someone that's maybe not like your sister or your mom, um, like your, your grandma, like when you're actually telling another person that could think it's dumb or could think it's not a, not a good idea, but you're getting the boldness to just say it out loud. And I think that makes the world of difference because then once you said it out loud, then, you know, you can have the conversations and get a game plan together and really, you know, your dream once said out loud becomes just this whole different, beautiful beast of 
it's happening. It's, it's going to happen. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, and, and I think you're so right. Like once you, it's almost like admitting it to yourself, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that, that is awesome. I, I love that. Oh wow. So l- let's go ahead and I think dive into, we're going to go back to like, kind of like um, the book process that you're going to be uh, going into and yeah. also um, a couple other questions. So I, I'm uh, curious now that you um, have been writing your book and you've been doing this like dream coach, you know, business, um, you know, what are your plans, you know, for the two of them? Because I, I see them as they're united because you are, you're sharing hope, you're sharing encouragement, you know? So what do you see ahead for awkwardly Anna? Yeah, I definitely think that um, people are going to see me accomplishing my own dreams, like with the book, you know, I know that for me, it's been a slower process, maybe than others. And certain things have had to, you know, be put on hold and start up again. Um, So but just knowing that, like it, you can do it, and you can keep with it, and stick with it and see something to the finish line. Um, I really do. Like you said, I, I do see that encouraging others that like, I'm not just saying words at you, like I've lived this and I'm continuing to live this and continuing to try new things and accomplish new things. And I might fail. And a lot of times I do fail and it's all a learning process and just not rolling over and dying when things are hard. You know, I think that it's, it's really, I think it, it forms my own life experiences and this book writing journey, especially forms how I can coach and how I can work with someone on understanding a journey and a process in a not knowing where to start, but needing help to get going and needing help to finish, you know, like, I think that it all, I definitely see it going hand in hand and impacting my coaching in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because as you said, you're like, you're going through it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the hardest part. You're like, I'm going through it. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's great. I mean, especially because like, okay, I know we've talked about this and um, I don't know about your, your plans, but I was like, I could see a series and I could totally see a series. Yes. And once you said that, I was like, that's, it's like the thing, like it's popping into my head now. Like I have had different stories and different things and I'm like, okay, all right. I gotta, I gotta crush some goals here. And then I want this to happen. I do. I could totally, totally see it. Yeah, I love that. Especially because when when we first started, I did some research and I went. I, well, my my re, quote unquote research is going to Barnes and Nobles because I loved going. I love it. Right. <laughs> I was like research. any any reason to go. Um, and the different types of children's books. I mean, from like these delicate illustrations to these like really cute cartoons. You know, it really can be a variety of different things. I saw all kinds of themes, all mm-hmm. kinds of worlds, um, messages. It was really beautiful, and I and I was looking out at the books and I'm like, I could totally see Anna's book in here. It's going to be really oh, cool. No, see, that makes me want to cry. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, so that was cool. Right. Especially because we, we talked about what do you imagine holding in your hand? Right. So I was holding them yes. and I was like, this is exciting. Oh, I love that. That's so funny. It, I mean, it is crazy. And like you had said earlier, just the first getting that first illustration, I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I could see this. This could be a book. Like, cause you know, when I try to draw, it's like, oh no, that's a horror story. That's not what I'm going for. That will alarm the children. So getting that like professional, that like, you know, work done. I was like, oh, oh my word. Okay. This could be a book that you hold while standing in Barnes and Noble. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's, it's been so powerful to see your journey as well and to see like how excited you are and 
I mean, how fun your message is. And uh, so my next question would be, um, if you could talk to the Anna, you know, before she started this process and the podcast and just give her a message about your, you know, maybe empowerment or, or something about her obstacles, you know, what would you share? I think that, oh, that's such a good question. Just to do it, just one foot in front of the other, do it. And um, that working with others is essential and so needed and find your people like your coaches and your people that you need. Um, in my instance, it's a writing coach, um, but whatever resources you need, they're out there and um, you're not meant to go through anything alone and you're not meant to go through your goals alone and your dreams alone. Um, so I think that that would definitely be the thing just to seek out um, assistance in community and help in professionals and and do it just every day. Just be like, I can, even if you have a hard day, like know that quitting isn't an option that like in the back of your mind, like if I had a hard day or if I had a down season that like, I'm still going to write this book, this book will still be in someone's hands one day, you know, like kind of visualizing just that, that finish line of what it looks like and really committing to like committing to that being a finished work in, or an accomplished goal or a, you know, something like that. Yeah. Oh yes. I, that's just, man, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, literally. I was talking, you know, with a client yesterday, and they were almost word for word, literally, like, going through those emotions. Sure. Yes. So, I'm hopefully going to get this, like, wrapped up and published, like I said, to them. Bill, you need to listen to this. <laughs> there you go. Yes. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. I love that. Yeah, you're not alone. Everybody's got... They've, they've got an applause for you. They're ready to cheer you on, you know? Yeah. Oh gosh, Anna, this has been super awesome. Now, uh, before I forget, um, we, let's say, I believe that we're kind of slating your book for 2022. Is that correct? Yes. That was our last talk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll revisit, but yeah, I think that's right. All right. Yeah. And everybody who's listening, do check out Anna. Um, you know, Anna, tell us where can everybody find you and the announcements, your, your coaching, everything. Yes. Okay. So most of my information and then my coaching and getting on my email list and stuff is at awkwardlyanna.com. Um, and you can, you know, look at, be sure you're spelling awkwardly correct. That's a tough one for sure. <laughs> and then on, you know, Instagram, um, I'm awkwardly Anna underscore underscore, underscore. yes <laughs> with just a little underscore symbol because the awkwardly and i was taken uh but <laughs> and then on facebook i'm awkwardly you know you can find me all, all kinds of places oh it's gonna be exciting so i mean everyone you know if you're listening to this follow anna um go onto her website and then i'm i'm pretty sure that as we continue with your book you're gonna be posting updates and all that good oh, stuff yeah, yeah oh, it's yeah. gonna be exciting i'm so excited <laughs> i can't wait to like when you know covid is kind of like over I don't know if it'll ever be over, but like, right, but you know, like, yeah, a bit more. <laughs> exactly. When I can get like a signed copy, I'm, I'm excited. Yay. Okay. So you got to start practicing your signature. Now, you know? Ooh, I've never done that. That's so exciting. I, I used know. to write on things all the time. When I was a kid, I would get in trouble for writing my name on everything. So now oh. I can be like, mom, I was <laughs> practicing <laughs> the reason for this. Yeah. Like you, you, I was just, it, I was envisioning, I was envisioning it. It was, it was all good. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes. Okay, everybody. So that's um, awkwardlyanna.com and on Instagram at awkwardlyanna underscore. Got Correct? it. Okay. Perfect. Cool. All right. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners before we um, head off here? 
uh, that everyone should use you as a writing coach and that they won't regret it. And if they have even the slightest little idea and they're popping into their brain or their heart about a story they'd like to tell that you'll, you'll get it, you'll get it out of them and you'll get it. Uh, you'll get them the right inspiration to make it happen. So I would definitely, definitely utilize your services. (laughs) Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. And I'm very honored to be part of your process. It has been a beautiful one and I'm excited for what's ahead. So thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to say, you know, bye. Thank you. And Anna, we can't wait to have you back on here when you are going to have your book and be showing it up to everybody. So I love that idea. That's that makes me really happy. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. You have it like you can have the ones on the the bookcase. You can have one on the in front of you as well. (laughs) I love it. It will be everywhere. I'll have a shirt made maybe. Oh gosh. Yes. (laughs) We're going to talk about it in our next meeting. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Okay. Then thank you so much, Anna. And, um, then we'll see you soon. Thank you for being on the show. Okay. Thank you, Marcel and listeners. Bye. Hey there, writer. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Maciel Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.themaciel.com. That's www.themaciel.com. We'll see you on the other side.